0: This is the College Toolkit with Jack State, where we will discuss the tools you need to get to and through college. We're your hosts, Lauren and Noel. Now let's add another tool to your College Toolkit. Hello everyone and welcome back to The College Toolkit with Jack State with Lauren Finley and Noelle Stovall. We are excited that you are back with us for another episode and today is a biggie. A lot of students want to know about how do I pay for college and how do I pay for my education. So Lauren, I know today you are interviewing Charlotte Cole, who's our Director of Financial Aid. Do you want to set up what y'all are talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we get a lot of questions in our office, in the admissions office about paying for college, scholarships. I mean, it, it really is such an important conversation. And so I think it's great to hear directly from the source in our financial aid office to talk about the types of aid that are available to students. So we talked about the the FAFSA and the, the loans and the grants that are awarded through applying for the FAFSA. We talked about institutional merit-based scholarships and competitive scholarships. We also talked about outside scholarships. So we kind of covered so so many of the types of aid that students can get. We broke down a couple of myths about full rides and just mm-hmm. the, the the true reality of um, what's available when you're looking for financial aid. Talked a little bit about just the the overall cost of college and how to look at the breakdown of tuition, fees, room and board, and things like that, plus the other types of costs that would really go into college, like a laptop or just getting to and from college and so or to your campus. So it's, it was a good conversation, and I think people will really enjoy it. Okay, well, let's get into the interview. I know there's a lot of important information. I know that is really going to help our listeners today. All right, talking today about college costs and understanding how to pay for college and that whole process, we are joined by Charlotte Cole, Director of Financial Aid. Thank you so much for being with us today. Of course, I'm so excited. Charlotte, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and give us some insight into what you do in your current position at JSU?
1: Yes, of course. So I've been at JSU for a little over four years. Um, I'm currently the director of financial aid, um, and in my office we administer all federal, state, and institutional funds, so roughly $110 million per year in aid to help our students afford college.
0: Well, you definitely have a very important job at JSU. We appreciate all you and your office do to help our students afford college. Um, And so we do get a lot of questions in our office from students about financial aid and how to pay for college. And so when students are researching that cost, one of the questions that they often ask us is there are so many different numbers that show up when you Google or you look on a website about tuition cost of attendance and all of that so what are some numbers students seem to be looking for when they're trying to find that
1: total cost of college? Yeah, so cost of attendance, um, I think it's important to realize that that is both direct and indirect costs for college. So the direct cost being tuition and fees, potentially housing and meals if you're living on campus. And that is what your true cost to the institution is going to be. Whereas there's also indirect costs in cost of attendance, such as transportation, books, living expenses that make up that full number. So look at both, um, but also know that tuition and fees, that's really the bulk of what you're going to actually be paying. Um, But I do think that the easiest way to determine that is to use each institution's net price calculator on their website. So with the net price calculator, you'll enter a bit of information kind of like you would on the FAFSA, but then it will pull essentially an estimate of what you might be eligible to receive in aid while also letting you know what the institution's tuition and fees, housing and meals, etc. is. And so when you initially see these numbers
0: at first, it can be probably pretty terrifying for students and their families. So what do you tell a student who is seeing those numbers initially and how to plan for that?
1: Um, First, talk to the aid office, definitely. Don't assume that the number that you see is going to be what you actually are paying out of pocket. Um, And then also complete the FAFSA so you know that you will get some sort of aid.
0: We also get a lot of questions from parents and students asking, how can I get a full ride? So first of all, what is a full ride and how likely is it that full ride scholarships are available to students?
1: Yes. So for the most part, that's a myth. Um, you probably have more of a chance of seeing like the Loch Ness monster than getting a true <laughs> full ride scholarship. Um, so a f- a true full ride is both those direct and indirect costs that I mentioned with cost of attendance. So a true full ride would essentially be paying both your costs to the institution and putting money back in your pocket. And so that is incredibly rare because a f- true full ride would pay for things like your transportation, your car expenses, your gas, um, and less than like point 0.1% across the nation actually get a full ride. So I think it's more important to focus on how many scholarships and free grant aid that you can get rather than just assuming that there's an opportunity for a full ride.
0: Well, thank you for clarifying that for our listeners. And you mentioned several types of aid just now. So I thought it'd be fun to kind of break down what those different types of aid are. So just starting, at, you know, what is the FAFSA and how, what kind of aid can you get through applying for the FAFSA?
1: Yeah, so the FAFSA is the Free Application for Federal Student Aid. So it is federal aid. So this is your federal grant funding, federal loan funding. And I think the key thing to remember is that this is going to be the same at every single institution. So once you complete your FAFSA, that eligibility is the same anywhere you go. doesn't matter if it's a two year, a four year, um, an Ivy League, you know, your federal aid will be the exact same. Um, and then I think what makes It really difficult in navigating the college process is then looking at institutional aid to help supplement that federal aid. Um, So with the federal, the loans, the grants, Pell Grant is through the FAFSA, um, but then institutional aid is what can really enhance your uh, overall financial aid package. And I think that's where JSU really comes into play because we have an incredibly robust merit scholarship that really helps to defray the cost of tuition. Absolutely.
0: And so can you discuss in more detail a little bit more about institutional aid? Obviously, I know you've already mentioned merit scholarships, but then also some of the competitive scholarships and just kind of breaking down what types of aid the institution itself offers, even potentially some institutional grants.
1: Yes. So um, JSU specifically, we do have institutional grants for need-based funding, um, as well as those merit scholarships that are awarded automatically to students once they're admitted to JSU. Um, another thing is competitive foundation scholarships so most institutions will have foundation scholarships um, but JSU we have one application for almost 300 foundation scholarships um, so these are real money scholarships that are going towards your tuition fees they can go towards housing meal plans books any of your institutional charges and that application is open every year from September 1st through February 1st so once you've kind of, done those two major steps and a students completed the
0: FAFSA and then they've also applied for institutional aid. Are there other places to look, maybe outside of the institution, where they can try to find some scholarships or other types of aid?
1: Yeah, um, there are a lot of outside scholarship websites for um, like large companies like Coca-Cola, Chick-fil-A. A lot of those do have big scholarship programs that you can apply for online. Um, But typically we see students have the most success with outside scholarships within their community. So talking with their high school guidance counselor, um, local churches, banks, where their parents work, um, community foundations, chambers, that's where we see a lot of uh, regional scholarships coming from.
0: Yes. And I actually have a personal story about this, I'll just kind of share real quick. Um, When I was in high school, I applied for a scholarship that's primarily for basketball players. And primarily male basketball players. You. But yeah, I applied for it because I was like, well, I mean, why not? And I got it because no one else applied for it, and I was not a basketball oh player. So, um, but that's kind of a good example of, you know, maybe just putting your name in the hat and seeing what you can get. Uh And so for those students who think, gosh, I don't think I'm going to be able to get anything. What are your tips for students that maybe want to try to get a chance at getting an outside scholarship?
1: Just try. I mean, if you don't ask and if you don't apply, then you'll never get it. Absolutely. It doesn't hurt. You may get a basketball scholarship. You may get a basketball (laughs) scholarship. That's crazy. So...
0: I know we talked a little bit about loans, um, but just to kind of dive more into loans, can you talk a little bit about the types of loans that are available to students, kind of the overall conversation happening in the national landscape about student loans?
1: Yeah, so this is a big question. <laughs> yeah, I <was> gonna say, <laughs> that is a loaded question. Um, <laughs> these views are my own. Uh, no, so there are different types of loans. Um, when you complete the FAFSA, all students will be eligible for some amount of federal loan funding. It's based on your grade level. Um, So all freshmen are eligible for $5,500. It doesn't matter if your parents make zero dollars or a million dollars. You're going to be eligible for $5,500 in federal loans. Um, There are two different types. So there's subsidized and unsubsidized. Subsidized is um, where Congress actually is paying the interest while students are enrolled. So if you borrow $1,000 today and you graduate in four years, it's still just $1,000 when you're repaying. Whereas unsubsidized, the interest does start accruing but with both of those you can pay them off in full if you had the ability to you can make early payments you can pay on interest so it is very flexible in repayment there Um, I think it definitely is scary going into debt. Oftentimes people are afraid of taking out loans, but your average undergraduate student um, who's just attending college right out of high school, they're only going to be able to borrow up to $31,000, which in the grand scheme of things, isn't that huge, considering that's like the cost of a car. Um, So it, it really is a necessary tool to help students afford college.
0: Well, thank you so much for that information because I know loans definitely are scary and and just kind of the conversation about debt can be scary for families. So this is wonderful information to hear. So since we talked a lot about the cost of college and just how much money goes into it, what would you say to someone who wonders if college is a good
1: investment? Absolutely, I think it's worth it. Um, college graduates, on average, do make 1.2 million more over their lifetime than someone who just has a high school diploma. Um, college definitely costs, but the payoff is worth it in the long run.
0: I agree. Yes, uh, I think we all have um, such a passion for education, so it's it's also an investment in yourself personally to grow as well Absolutely. So, so what is something that we have not talked about related
1: to paying for college that you feel like we need to discuss literally just ask for help like there, every single person at an institution is there to help students um, so if you have questions reach out if you want to make sure that your FAFSA looks good Reach out and ask, just make sure that they're looking over your taxes so that you know that you did everything accurately. Um, Feel free to meet with your financial aid counselor throughout your time at your institution to make sure that you are aware of how much debt you have or to connect you with potential jobs on campus or internships. Um, I think in all things, just reach out, make those connections and ask for help. Absolutely. All right, now we're going to have a little bit of fun
0: before um, we let you leave. So we have some rapid-fire questions we're going to ask just to get to know you better. So um, we ask all of our guests the same questions. So um, just to get started, how many colleges did you apply to when
1: you were in high school? Um, Actually, just one. Um, I was a terrible high school student. I just wanted to get away from my hometown and I went to high school with like close to a thousand people in my graduating class. and everyone went to like four institutions. And so I knew I wasn't going there. And so I picked one. I was like, yeah, this looks great. Keep campus. <laughs> let's let's just do it.
0: So, what was your go to late night snack when you or or even meal when you were in college? Um, popcorn and pickles, Nice. yeah,
1: <laughs> delicious. <laughs>
0: Do you still delve into that?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I actually had that for dinner last night. (laughs) What is
0: one thing at JSU you look forward to each year?
1: Probably just the start of the fall semester. It's so exciting and like the energy on campus after summer being so quiet with not a lot of students on campus. Um, Students coming back is just so exciting and kind of reminds me of my youth. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I'm back in college. Uh,
0: And hey, and the weather's
1: changing. It's It's, it's great. And you get football. It's just a great time.
0: I agree. Does your degree match up with what you're doing today?
1: Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> by, I have two degrees in music performance, um, so no, I don't, I, don't, I don't sing at work. <laughs> what is
0: one thing you wish you were told before starting college? That it's important to go to class.
1: I feel like, <laughs> you, you know, that first semester you're like, oh, I can skip, the weather's nice. Uh, no, you can't. Yeah. You, you go to class.
0: Well, this has been so much fun, Charlotte. Um, If anyone does have questions about financial aid, where can they find your office
1: and how can they reach out to you guys? Yes. um, So we are located in Angel Hall in 107. Um, Our phone number is 256-782-5006. Or just reach out to us uh, via email. Contact us on the web. Um, You'll be able to find us. The College Toolkit with Jack State is recorded
0: from the friendliest campus in the South, Jacksonville State University, with your hosts, Lauren
1: Finley and Noelle Stovall.
0: Jacksonville State University is a public, regional, four-year university located in Jacksonville, Alabama, not Florida. The podcast is written by Brett Underwood and edited by Veronica Stitz. It has been recorded on the campus of Jacksonville State University in the Department of Communication. Come see us, register for a campus tour or check out our virtual tour at jsu.edu slash visit.